Money FM 89.3, best of breakfast. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Money FM 89.3 with Adrian Abraham and Lin Lee Fu. Lin, it is Valentine's Day. What a special day for a lot of people out there. <laughs> Some maybe not so much as the others, but it is a special day. It's very special. So what would you like to receive on Valentine's Day? What's on the sort of wish list? After diamonds, flowers, I guess. Good. Well, you're in <laughs> luck because today we're going to be talking all about flowers. Flower Addict is actually an award-winning online florist in Singapore that provides stylish flower arrangements and gifts with a simple aim to make life beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, going on from that, founded in 2017 by Kerry James and Sandy Sadek, Flower Addict responds to their personal requirements for floral deliveries. With a diverse team of florists with over 20 years of experience, Flower Addict believes in creating beauty and providing exceptional customer experience in all they do. Well, joining us on the show is Kerry James, co-founder of Flower Addict, to tell us all about how we can make this Valentine's Day the best one yet. Kerry, thank you so much for joining us on the show. How are you? I'm great. Good morning, guys. Good morning. So first up, how early do we have to place an order to make sure that our special someone receives these flowers on time? You know, actually we do same day delivery and we're still open. And so we've actually got it down to a fine art now. And so we still actually have the capacity, you know, through years of experience to keep delivering. And even on Valentine's Day, you have same day delivery? Even on Valentine's Day. Yeah, this is our fifth Valentine's Day. And so we kind of anticipate last year, I think we got... 45 orders on the day itself. So we anticipate that we'll get another 45 orders on the day itself. Okay, what's the average spend on a bouquet for Valentine's Day? And what's the most expensive bouquet you've sold? Oh my goodness, you can go right up into the 300, over 300, $350. Wow. But our average is around 180, 186, something like that. A lot of money to spend, but I know as we get into this conversation, it can get even more expensive. But, you know, are people still obsessed with red roses on Valentine's Day? Or what are some of your other best-selling flowers? Yeah, um, red roses are definitely still the number one, although I have noticed personally um, a pickup on pink lilies this Mm. year. Nearly, not as much as red roses, of course, but uh, definitely, definitely... Um, on an increase. I think anything pink or red is a big seller on Valentine's Day. I love calla lilies. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. Yep. Say, I want to upgrade to more than just flowers, Carrie. Can I maybe just put together a bundle? Yeah, we have, you know, we have add-ons like champagne and chocolate and candles and bunnies and, you know, everything that can go ahead with a, a Valentine's Day type offering. You had me at champagne. Uh, tell us a little bit more about this subscription model because it's not just for Valentine's Day. I understand you have flower deliveries throughout the year and your special someone can receive these flowers regularly. So tell us a little bit more about this. Yeah, it's it's an amazing gift idea um, and or for yourself idea. And so um, you can choose to, to subscribe to the flowers for, um, you know, on a, a weekly basis, a bi-weekly basis, a once a month basis. 
releases. And these change every week based on, you know, the flowers that are in season. So we do import a lot of our flowers, um, of course. And so right now we're about to enter tulip season, which is really popular. So, you know, we hero the flowers that are actually in season. Mm. So fresh seasonal flowers every week, every second week, you know, you have those choices. It's interesting you talked about uh, seasonal flowers. So roses, tulips, they're seasonal. How does that affect prices in terms of supply and demand? Well, you know, seasonal flowers, if there's um, in abundance, they tend to be a little bit uh, less expensive. But of course, flowers, especially over COVID, increased in price dramatically Mm. and supply chains became very difficult. Mm. So as you know, you know, flowers generally are not grown in uh, Singapore. So we have to sort of source regional flowers. But some of the more uh, let's say the roses or the, the tulips or the lilies, a lot of them come from Netherlands, mm-hmm. Kenya, uh, countries like that. So if they're super seasonal, uh, we can get them in abundance and they're fresher and they're more beautiful. And so we love to hero whatever is um, in season at the time. Carrie, what about logistics? Because to pull through an operation like this, of course, takes a lot of planning, a lot of effort. So how do you make sure that you know everything comes together so that people are left incredibly happy on something as special as Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, look, we, we actually take a lot of pride in our freshness of our flowers. And so, again, lo- luckily over the years, we've actually kind of got it down to a fine art and we have really good suppliers. So um, our head, our creative head here, um, Angeline, who is amazing, Um, kind of can predict what is needed so that our flowers are bought in every single day. They don't sit around in our studio for, you know, 24 hours. They're really in and out. And so we've actually sort of pride ourselves on the freshness of our flowers. Okay, talking about freshness, I'm a mother and all mothers are practical people, right? So how do I make sure (laughs) I can preserve flowers that I've received so they don't die too quickly? Look, you know, um, we actually always put in a card um, and flower food in our um, flowers telling you how to keep your flowers um, longer. Basically, all the basic, you know, sort of trimming of the stems as soon as you arrive, as soon as they arrive. Um, using our flower food, which comes with our flowers, um, keeping the flowers out of direct sunlight, making sure that the vases are clean um, so that you know there's no bacteria. Bacteria is actually what kills the flowers. And um, changing water. So changing water every second day um, will, and then trimming the stems at the same time, will get you know, more days out of your flowers. And then you just take away, if you've got a mixed bunch of flowers, taking away those that are actually getting tired and drooping um, and and redirecting the energy to the sort of the flowers that are are still looking great. I've heard that popping a painkiller into the vase helps to preserve it in a few more days. Is that true? Yeah, um, you know, it's more, it, yeah, some, uh, it's de- Disprin was one that um, uh, we've, you know, sort of played around with. Uh, also a cap of um, bleach, um, which kills, um cap full of bleach kills um, germs as well. Um, you know, the, the, the flower food itself that comes with the flowers. Yeah, there's all these little tricks and basically it's to kill bacteria. 
Very interesting. You know, of course, just like anything, you have to look after flowers yes. as well. Otherwise, yes. they will die on you. I'm very yeah. intrigued about some of the trends you've observed in terms of costing. You know, we've been through a pandemic and you guys have been operational since 2017. How has that changed over the last few years? Well, with COVID, you know, the supply chains were severely impacted and prices were severely impacted. And um, flowers, giving of flowers was really um, a way people supported each other during COVID. And so, I mean, I wish I could put a, big, a book together of the beautiful messages that people sent during those times. Um, and so people were really... Um, I think forgiving and so we were able to not stick to um, a typical recipe of um, one of our bouquets it was what was the freshest what we could get our hands on and you know what was the most cost effective so we really worked hard with the suppliers that could bring in flowers to you know sort of keep the, the quality there and to actually fulfill all the orders that were needed but yeah we were impacted by pricing and also of course at the height of the pandemic you know we had a very small team who could work and so we were rotating because of numbers on a 24-hour basis it was really a challenge but um i mean it taught us a lot and our business quadrupled during covid and uh what does the future hold in in the flower industry well, flower addicts wanting to just grow its, uh, you know, our presence in the Singapore market. Um, and also we've actually grown into different areas. We've, uh, in November 2022, mm -hmm. we actually really have expanded our gifting section. Um, and so, uh, you know, the flowers in hampers and people are really, uh, you know, that's really gaining um, a market presence. So improving on that, curating that, developing that further is sort of on our agenda for the following year. We've also started doing single variety flowers, mm. um, which is, you know, quite new. So if you just want a beautiful bunch of lilies or you just want a bunch of greens or if you just want red roses and not uh, formulated in a bouquet per se, um, that's something that we're developing as well. And of course, just expanding our reach forever expanding our reach. Flower Addict is an award-winning online florist in Singapore that provides stylish flower arrangements and gifts with a simple aim to make life beautiful. And we've been speaking to Kerry James, who's co-founder of Flower Addict, to tell us about how we can make this Valentine's Day the best one yet. Thank you so much for joining us on Thank the show. Thank you, Kerry. And have a great Thank day. Thank you. Have a great day. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.